Hi, I'm Michelle Gelati Mandel. And I'm Josh Mandel. And this is the How Goods This podcast, where we share with you our creative hacks learned from coupledom. These thoughts and ideas have been inspired by our two decades together, which includes living and working in three different countries, one child, one dog, and lots and lots of love notes. And let's face it, we've also been inspired and have learned from the challenges we all face in our lives as couples. Tough times, family loss, we've learned from all of it. So we hope you enjoy How Good's This, a podcast that encourages you to ask this simple question every day. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the How Good's This podcast. Today, we're talking about the Greater Good Party, which is actually something that we've alluded to and discussed a little bit before in some one of our previous podcasts. But we have now had two events, and especially after the last event, we realized that this is probably something that we should go back and probably share in a little bit more detail because it's uh, turned into something that's pretty significant in our lives together. Yeah, it is. And and we, you know, we realized that we've really only shared uh what it's all about on social media, you know, on Facebook, Instagram. Have you done it on Twitter? Yep. Um, and so this is, you know, as much for you guys as it is for us um, because, you know, one of the six tenants, which we'll share with you a little bit later um, in the podcast, one of the six tenants was allowing for the magic to unfold. In other words, we had a pretty good idea of what the Greater Good Party meant for us. And in other words, it meant for us, for the community, for the, you know, uh, the country at large, for the world at large. We had, you know, a pretty big vision, but it wasn't necessarily sort of all uh, planned out uh, or designed. And, um, So, you know, as we, as we're going to be sharing about the greater good party with you, um, I think it's going to be really good for us to hear, you know, just how it's really been unfolding. We joked at the first greater good party when I got up, when we both got up, but then I um, sort of introduced or welcomed everyone that evening. Literally the first words out of my mouth was, you know, I wanted to, you know, welcome, or we wanted to welcome all of you, um, and essentially just tell you what the hell you're doing here. And, you know, we all laughed because, you know, that, that idea, meaning that, that magic that we wanted, um, from the party. In other words, we wanted the community to feel a part of the creation, you know, of sort of the final creation or the ongoing creation of it. Um, you know, was really apparent in that laughter because, again, they knew part of the story. They knew part of our excitement. They knew sort of the overall gist of why we started it, which we'll tell you about in a second. Uh, And then there was some white space. You know, it was, what is this really about? I can't wait. I'm so curious. So um, so the laughter. Yeah, we also had the, the idea, but we had never done it before. So we kind of needed to see what would happen in real life as it played out. But so, so uh, uh, let's take a step back. Let's share the origin of where this whole idea came from in the first place. It was actually uh, an inspiration of Michelle's that came on the, the tail end of a number of months where probably like a lot of you who are listening to this podcast or who have been following uh, anything that we've been doing in social, 
we've been despairing of the national rhetoric, um, but but especially of the way our conversations have been going in social channels, because those places, especially places like Facebook, um, in the past had been places that where we celebrated a lot of optimistic things. We celebrated vacations and family time. We posted photos of great things that have been happening. Uh, for somebody like Michelle, where Facebook is such a, a great professional tool for her, it's an awesome way for her to reach out to um, clients past and future to communicate. But over the probably the, the last year or so, what Michelle and I were talking about was this, this sort of leveling of uh, all of the things that we were sharing were kind of being dampened by <clears throat> the, the things that were happening in, in our news feeds, the news that, that was being fed to us, the, the con- constant stream of, of negativity and pessimism. And after Michelle and I were talking about that for a while, we realized, well, look, there's this huge disconnect. We have, we're surrounded by all of these great people who are so optimistic and who are out doing creative things and who believe that they can be a force for positive change in the world. And yet all of these people that we know, when we interact with them on social channels, it's around negative subjects. So maybe there's an opportunity for us to kind of regroup these types of people in a physical setting. Um, And this was Michelle's inspiration. She actually came up with the idea of it's the greater good party. It's this idea that we can get people together and get refocused on the greater good. Right. And the greater good being, you know, there's, well, actually we should talk about, before I say what I'm going to say, why don't you share, because I think you do a really good job um, of it, uh, around the party. The name. Yeah. Yeah. So we called it the greater good party consciously for to as kind of a double entendre. So there's the greater good party in the sense that it's a party. We we're having people over to the house. It is so <laughs> much fun. It is fun. We um, and we'll share detail with you, especially around the second event that we hosted as we go on. But you know, imagine you going over to somebody's house. The wine and the drinks are flowing. You're meeting people that some of whom you know, some of whom you're meeting for the first time, but they're really interesting people for you to meet. There's, I wouldn't call it entertainment, but there are people getting up and sharing their art in the sense of people doing spoken word or maybe talking about their personal life's journey as kind of an inspirational story. So it's it's first and foremost a party, I like to say, with, with a, a lowercase p. But by the same token, it is a party in it with a capital P. We are creating something specific. Like Michelle said, there are some tenants that we've written down that are organizing principles of this quote-unquote party that you're joining um, that are that are there so that everybody understands that there is a, a higher purpose, there is a higher order for what we're trying to accomplish. And not, not unlike salons uh, back in the 1800s, if you're familiar with those gatherings that used to happen, we are purposely not getting a, a group that is 100% familiar with one another together. We are purposely pulling from different parts of our lives so that new connections can get created, new people will meet, um, new projects will be heard in the hopes that people will hear things that they might want to get involved with or things that they might be inspired by. Yeah. Uh, gosh, there's so much we want to tell you about the Greater Good Party. Literally, I have like 
17 things that want to come out and the spout is only big enough for one and a half. Um, so I was going to share, you know, just the, the inspiration or I guess the, um, the, the intention behind getting us in front of each other. You know, we, we do live in, and I'm so grateful for, uh, our virtual community, meaning our virtual world and what that has meant, uh, for, you know, not just, let's say the growth of my business, which is, you know, I have clients internationally, I have clients all over the country, but, uh, you know, even more importantly, just what that has meant for, you know, having family in Guatemala or connecting with friends still in Amsterdam or in Mexico. So, uh, the virtual world being something that we are all in and that we are all absolutely using, um, and, and enjoying, there is also this other side of, you know, when it came to, well, last November, again, specifically around the election, I remember saying to Josh, you know, just hearing what uh, different sort of friends and 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 we were feeling turning to Josh, and th- literally this was the this was the seed. This was the 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 yeah the seed behind the Greater Good Party. When I turned to you, do you remember? And I said, I feel like we need a support group of sorts. Um, and it was you know with a smile on my face, um, but I actually was really serious. And at that point, I uh, turned to speaking of the virtual community, virtual world. I turned to Facebook and essentially put that out there. You know, I said, who would be interested? And there were so many people from literally all over. It wasn't just the U.S. Um, some friends of mine and clients um, and colleagues from uh, across the pond who were like, you know, I'm interested. Tell me more. So that was the, um, you know, the, the, the very beginning of the Greater Good Party. And the intention was really that, was taking the online offline, or in other words, getting, you know, bringing, bringing strangers, bringing friends, old, new acquaintances, you know, whatever the title, um, whatever the, yeah, whomever it was bringing all of us into a warm and loving space into a warm and loving and creative space where, as Josh was saying, and maybe now let's really talk about like, what is the party? Like, what do we do here? Um, you know, bringing all of these optimistic, creative people. But when I say creative people, I mean, I, I truly believe, and I know Josh is similar, um, has a similar mindset around the, the, the truth, the fact that we are all creative beings. We are all creators of our own, you know, um, destiny. We are, I love to, you know, with some of my clients, cause I focus on, on women entrepreneurs, I call us, you know, the mothers of our own reinvention. Uh, we are all creators. And, um, but here's the cool part is that we are all creators in different industries. Like when you talk about our professions and, you know, our expertise, it is wide ranging. And so when we put, again, when we had this intention of, Hey, we want to support people. We want people to feel supported. We want to bring, um, again, these, these value minded or these, um, uh, you know, these optimistic people together in our living room, which we now call our loving room, uh, you know, bring all of us together and let's talk. And this is the part where like the magic came in. We're like, well, let's, yeah, let's get us together. Let's talk. Let's see what projects we have coming up. Meaning yes, some of those projects could be, you know, creative professional projects. They could be passion projects. They could be philanthropy, you know, it could be uh, philanthropic, charitable, um, you know, whatever, or ideas that have not even sort of 
left your mouth yet, you know, that you've sort of just had in your mind, uh, seen in your mind's eye or had, you know, sort of uh, just taking residence um, in your heart, but hadn't really sort of taken the step. Let's talk about all of those ideas and let's see, you know, who can help who, how, you know, how Josh and I can help um, in, in, you know, in, in all the ways that we can help. Um, And then the other part of that beyond just getting, you know, in, uh, or, you know, sitting across from each other in our loving room and talking about these different ideas and just not only inspiring, inspiring and motivating one another, but supporting one another. And, you know, again, speaking of magic, like really seeing where all of these ideas could go when you get a group of people together who are community minded and who are here, not because not for business reasons, you know, there's no money that's exchanging hands. There is, it's, it's literally, um, a, um, a willingness, you know, there, we are all very different. There's a very, uh, very big sort of, uh, diversity in the group. Again, as I, as I mentioned, uh, very different industries, but the one thing, and there's probably many things that are similar, but the one thing that's coming to mind right now that I think I mentioned in a social media post is that the similarity, and I believe someone actually in our last greater good party is, is who said this, and now I can't remember who it was, but there is a similar (laughs) willingness you know, there is a willingness to support. There is a willingness to be open-minded. There is a willingness to, you know, hear someone's story, um, you know, who is a healer, you know, using sound and vibration to help people heal, heal emotionally, heal physically, when maybe they're an engineer and they're, they've never heard, you know, of something like this before or vice versa. So, um, so yes, the, the diversity, you know, getting, getting in, you know, inspired and motivated by the diversity in the group, seeing what projects we can, um, uh, support each other with. And then also the second thing is, uh, that comes to mind is just this desire that we really had to open up our home, open up our space, um, to, supporting artists. You know, this was really, really, I mean, important for both of us and something that I, you know, keep sort of highlighting is really this, this desire, this big desire that I have to expose or, or really talk about the value and the importance of supporting and uh, loving up on our artists. It could be ourselves. I, I truly believe that we all, all you know, we're also artists, um, all of us. Um, there is some sort of art, whether it's in your words, in visuals, in the way that you, you know, um, the way that you speak, in the way that you carry yourself, in the way that you draw, in the way that you, you know, uh, basically inspire feeling in, inside of someone, supporting artists. Because the more that we support artists, and this is why we do spoken word at our greater good parties, this is why we have inspiring, you know, people um, telling their stories, why we have music, why we have song, because the more that we can support artists, the more brightness, the more light, the more optimism that will be in the world, will be not only in this loving room, but that will extend outside. Yeah, and I and I think it's important to point out that when we say that, when 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 we use words like support or things like that, these are not fundraisers. It's not organized around a specific cause or political thing, or even you know, like in this case when Michelle says supporting artists, she it, it means giving them an opportunity to express themselves, giving them an opportunity to meet other people, and likewise 
people who maybe aren't on the docket to speak or do their thing at the event, they might themselves be, you know, creators of X, Y, or Z. And, and they, it's really about create, creating new connections and creating new opportunities for expression. And one of the reasons why I think both of the events have gone really well is that um, everybody who attends has an opportunity to share something about themselves. So it's not, again, organized around an individual, a cause, an organization, and everybody's coming there only to experience that. It's really an opportunity for everyone who attends the gathering to express themselves at some point during the evening. That might be during the introduction phase where they talk about who they are and what they're involved in. It might be during the normal course of conversation in the party where they're meeting new people and creating new connections. That's really what it's about. It's about creating these connections amongst people who are creating things and expressing themselves in, in, in this world. I'm so glad you just mentioned that. Um, that's something you know that's near and dear, of course, to my heart since literally what I do every single day is support women in their expression. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a piece I love. Um, I'm so glad you just mentioned it. And actually that's a perfect segue into sort of the flow of each evening. And, and yeah, and let's just, you know, the reason that we're going to share, well, that we've been sharing all of this, you know, all of this to, to, to this point and the, the flow with you now is for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you are inspired, of course, to create something like this for yourself, awesome, run with it, do it. Again, we'll, we'll take you through the, the, the six tenants, which might be, you know, again, might inspire you to write your own tenants for your own type of party. And secondly, um, you know, if, uh, if you want us, you know, to support you in, in helping you get your first one off the ground, then we'll, um, you know, we'd love to do that. We'll share that. We'll share that idea with you more in, in a little bit, but, um, and actually, really, there's a third reason, which I should have mentioned as the first, which is just for you to feel the hope that we feel, the optimism yeah. that we feel. So hopefully everything that we're sharing with you in this episode is making you feel a little bit more buoyant, a little bit, a little bit more like we did, you know, a year ago when we first had the idea or talked about the idea on our walk. And by the way, I love that walk. Do you remember that? I do. When we walked and... Up the hill from our house. Yeah. It yeah. was just speaking of light and buoyant. And do you remember when we talked about the name? What, you know, what's the name? And I think the yeah. other name we thought of, so it was Greater Good Party. What was the other one? Greater Purpose Party, I think. Or no. Greater Purpose? Anyways. Yeah, I think it was... I think the, the word that we were um, debating was actually party. And then you <laughs> locked in on the double meaning to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think I did sort of want to play with the word purpose in there too. Um, but, but yes, this, this, you know, what we felt way back when, when we realized, as Josh said earlier, we have so many optimistic friends and there's such an optimism, optimism in our hearts. And, and we sure, we're sure you do too. Exactly. And, the, and there's so much, there's so much as, you know, for us. And, and this is of course, just not a, uh, a, a romantic relationship thing, but there is so much goodness. There is so yeah. much love. There is so much energy and creativity in friendships. And, and this is very, very specific or, uh, you know, this, this is, uh, what you call it? Yeah. This is very specific to, 
what we normally say at each greater good party, that you know the, the love and the respect felt between you and your partner or you and a friend or you and your brother or you and a sister-in-law, whomever it is that you you just you know you you want to create something with. Like that's another important part of this is that, you know, do you want to say something about that? Well, actually, what I was going to say, just um, riffing off of what you were talking about, was how remarkably easy it, it actually was to pull together. I think part of that is because of you know us and the moves that we've made, the different places that we've lived, the different people that we've met. But really, I think deeper than that is there is a need today in our society for people to feel like they can create action, whether it's a small action in their life, even if it's just meeting other people who, who share an optimistic view of the world and feel like they can get that aspect of their lives moving, or if it's a little more involved in terms of projects you want to get going. But the one thing that we found through the two events that we've held to date is, one, everybody has been so incredibly... Um, uh, thankful isn't the right word. They've, they've, they've been so effusive. They've received a lot. Yeah. They've received a lot. And, and with each of the parties, the media question was, when's the next one? So that's been a great thing to realize that we're tapping into something that people, I think, really need right now, which the reason why Michelle and I started is because we needed it. And then it kind of created it for, for the, the larger group. But that was something I want to say, too, for anybody who might come to the tail end of this podcast and think, well, that's exactly what I want to do in my area. Um, we'll talk to you a little bit about how to pull it off, but also that you should absolutely do it in your area. Absolutely. And, and that's how the best ideas come, right? Is when we, <laughs> it either comes by accident, you know, the best inventions sometimes are, well, I just put this piece of glue and that cap and all of a sudden this was born. Um, and the other way is, hey, I really want this. And all of a yeah. sudden, you know, it just like runs, you just run with it. Or, or the old phrase, necessity is the mother of invention. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, it didn't exist for us, so we had to create it. We, we needed it in our lives. That's right. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to share around the, um, the love and respect piece, and then we'll go into the flow, is, you know, there is so much within your friendships, there is so much within your love relationships, um, that, you know, to pull from essentially, you know, is what, is what I'm trying to say. There is so much to pull from. And I don't know if you've ever felt this way. Maybe you haven't put words, words to it, but maybe as you hear me say this, you'll go, Oh my gosh, yes. Maybe that's what, you know, this relationship needs, or maybe that's what this friendship needs is that, you know, when I turned to Josh, meaning just emotionally speaking, and I, you know, I feel the love that I have for him. I feel the respect that I have for him. And I see how both of those things bring me so much energy and bring this relationship so much energy. Um, I, I didn't even think this consciously, but I could feel, I was like, gosh, it's like poor. It's like, there's a, there's an abundance of it, right? How do we give from this abundance? How do we give from the, the love and respect felt in relationships and uh, uh, in our relationship. In other words, how do we do great good with the love felt in family and or relationships? So, you know, today as you're, as you're thinking or as you're listening to this podcast and maybe as you're sipping your tea or wine or whenever you're listening to this, you know, allow yourself a couple minutes to just think about who you would want to do 
something with, and it doesn't even have to be something like the greater good party, but how could you feel, you know, uh, you know, how, how could you turn up the volume on the aliveness felt inside of your own body, your emotional body, your physical body, your spiritual body? And what is that thing that inspires you to do more, um, you know, or, or to do something um, different, you know, with the love and or friendship and or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, with someone that you deeply care about. So, um, so let's talk about the flow. The flow goes like this. Um, Should I drop a beat for you? I, yeah. I was, I was actually. Okay, you're not going though. No. Well, I was. <laughs> Well, no, gosh, no, I get. I did take singing lessons, everyone, but we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. That was more like spoken word, rap. Well, yeah, I got I got to rap. Right, I got to practice that. But I did immediately think of music. It's funny that you went there. Um, uh, we, we literally set the stage. Josh and I love music, so music is definitely a part of it. Um, that's always sort of in the background. Um, we do, you know, uh, invite. Uh, people in who are singers or songwriters um, as well, but essentially, you know, setting the stage, right? Just like with any party, we set the stage. Um, we make sure that we have music. We make sure that we have, um, you know, wonderful, great wine. You Copious know. amounts of wine. Yes. This this uh, second grader good party, we had a Cuba Libre station because um, for our wedding, that's what we had. And so we had some we had some vodka, gluten-free vodka for moi, um, and some, uh, the quote unquote healthy, you know, uh, my dad would laugh and say it was hippie Coca-Cola, but actually it was Coca-Cola, but it doesn't have like all the sugar in it. So, um, so yeah, so we have the music, well, we rum. have, what? We had rum because it was Cuba Libres. Oh yeah. What did I say? Vodka. vodka. Oh yeah. No, <clears throat> sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of my lemon drops. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, so we make sure we have great food, we have, you know, great um, cocktails or drinks, wine, and then we make sure, again, no greater good party is the same. I just, that blows me away. That right there just blows me away. The first one, we we did have a spoken word. We had uh, invited actually one of Josh's friends uh, to do, essentially he was sort of our, it's kind of like a life story, which we also did in the second one. Exactly. We yeah. did two it's life kind of, stories for it's each. Ba- it's basically in two parts. So, well, three parts, but the, the two parts are, we have people who we've asked to come specifically to share, either share their art, which in a couple of cases was spoken word or share a personal life story which is kind of them finding their path and their purpose. Um, and then there's also a part where the people who are at the attendees at the party, and we flip this in each of the parties from the beginning and after the beginning, <clears throat> but each of those, that part, people uh, introduce who they are and share a little bit about themselves, kind of where they're at. In the first party, we, we said, what's something that you're working on that you're excited about right now? And in the and second party, which what, was... Oh, can I just share what Nolan said in the first one? Yeah. Um, for those of you who have not seen the video, um, you would not have seen this part. Uh, if you do want to check out the video, go to www.greatergoodparty.com. You'll see the video there. 
Um, and you'll be able to actually, you know, send us your email address if you want to, you know, um, either be invited to one of these or have us come out to your city and help you out um, in creating one for yourself. But uh, as Josh was saying, you know, speaking of expression, you know, that's that is one of that, that's something that's really important for us for everyone to feel, not only for everyone to feel witnessed, you know, heard, seen, witnessed, um, but to really feel like they came to a place. Um, outside of their business, outside of all their normal sort of, you know, uh, goings on where they could really express themselves um, potentially in like a really new way. So that we, we always try and think of a, you know, kind of a simple, still simple, but a, a question that is going to inspire someone to like really tell us about themselves. So the first one was, as Josh said, you know, um, what is something exciting that you're, what's something that, that's really exciting to you right now? And our son was present at the first one and, um, and he started the, the circle, uh, to speak. And his response was, well, you know, the thing that I'm excited about right now is to play with my dog. And I think that's exactly how he said it. Um, and then for the second, uh, greater good party, the question was, uh, what do you currently have on the back burner of your life? that you would like to bring to the front burner. In other words, potentially you could say it this way, um, what is that thing that, you know, for weeks, months, years, you've been saying, I really wanna do that. You know, whether it's a creative idea or a, again, a passion project or travel or, you know, who knows, right? What is that thing that you just uh, you just keep saying later, you know, or some other time, or what do you actually have resistance around? Um, now that, part around, you know, no two greater good parties are the same. Each greater good party had such a great vibe. And the first one, you know, we had an, an inspiring story where it was Josh's friend who was a lawyer who, uh, you know, decided to basically create or make, I should say, uh, what, call it make or create? Either way, a new life. No, I'm talking about the barrel of wine. <laughs> Well, he wanted, he, I mean, he wanted to be a winemaker, so... Right, he, but how do you so, say that about... Cre he created a barrel he, of wine He made a garage? barrel of wine, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So tell about that one, and then we'll go to the next uh, question. Uh, yeah, I, it was... The, that was the, the kind of personal journey story from the, from the first Greater Good Party, and he, like me, was a lawyer and not enjoying it. Um, his passion... Uh, which I think he inherited a bit from his dad, was wine. He's one of those guys who just happens to have the the great nose for it and can really um, tell the differences between wines and appreciate them. And it was a, a passion project that he and his wife agreed on where he continued as a, in a lot of contract roles in different law firms, being a lawyer, essentially to make money to fund the enterprise. Um, and he, you know, started off by making a barrel with a good friend of his and, and then eventually graduated to where Dragonette Cellars, which is a, a winery in central California. Um, so that was the, the you know, uh, wrapped between two spoken word artists. He got up and told his personal journey. Yeah, it was great. It was such, such a unique energy, which, which is what, you know, we're alluding to when we say that, that each greater good party was just so different, but like each as, as great as the other. Um, then the second one, you know, the question was what we just shared and that just lit a fire. You know, this was, um, after we had heard from our spoken word artist for the evening, after we had had the inspiring story or the life story, life story, 
from Shane, who is essentially a sound healer. That's how, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, a sound healer. He told us about his story around essentially being a business major and decide, you know, sort of literally, again, as with all or many great inventions or innovations, um, sort of bumping into or, you know, by accident, you know, starting to learn about or going to different festivals and, and, and experiencing sound healings or sound baths, I should say. And, um, and what, what are the drums that he has in the back? Uh, gongs I mean, kind of thing. no, yeah, they're gongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not drums. And uh, and essentially, so he told us his story, which was just fascinating. Um, and then we also had someone here uh, at the second grader good party who was on the board of directors for the ACLU. Um, he spoke about his story. Essentially, <clears throat> actually, you why don't you tell that one because it's another lawyer's story. Well, it's good too. I mean, it's another example of what I was saying before that um, we don't have groups here for fundraising or seeking donations. It was uh, uh, our new friend TJ, who works with for with and for the ACLU now, told his journey of how he ended up there. How he was a very accomplished attorney, but had no intention of, of kind of going into the corporate machine, but didn't necessarily know what he wanted to do. Um, on a whim, took a, a, an interview during, I think, when he was finishing law school with the ACLU and said he you know, wasn't necessarily interested in working there, but the, the things that he was interested in, and they said, well, you're exactly the right person for us. And he, he found his home. Um, and, he, and that was a, a super inspiring story for everybody who was at the, the party. He had us in stitches. Yeah. In fact, it wasn't just TJ. It, it was, I feel like it's a little bit of everyone. I, I don't know. There's, there's some really magical, there's something really magical that happens with the people that say yes to coming. It's just a super vibrant, um, and positive space. And, you know, when I think of each of the greater good parties, that's been a common thread as well just humor, humor, lightness, mm-hmm. like everybody, you know, at the second, second grader good party when we were going around. And again, the question just really, uh, what's the word? Open people up. Um, well, I was going to say it's lightness, but it's also depth. Because, yeah. Lots of it. Yeah. But because what happens is people realize that there's no agenda to the party other than meeting like-minded people, some of whom they know, some of whom they don't. And they see other people opening up and sharing what's important to them. Right. And I think for a lot of people, it's it's maybe the first opportunity for them to actually say what's important to them in, in a public forum, and and you get a lot of that. So you're right. It's a it's a it, it's a real mix of a lot of humor and fun, but also some you know I, I don't want to say heavy because it's not heavy, but but honest and deep and. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's an environment where people can open up about the things that they care about. Yeah, so potent, so potent. Yeah. And something else that our Greater Good Party um, participant, one of our friends, is um, I think in the video we sign off. You know, here's to friends well met or something like that. And that's really what it is. Like yeah. everybody leaves here as friends, um, but it's so potent. Somebody said that um, you know they th- that the art. The art, the creativity, in other words, like the spoken word or the poetry, you know, all the things that we do here from a from an artist's point of view or from a, uh, sort of a creativity point of view, um, 
that's what she thought that opened people up. Mm. You know, it just, it sort of energetically or emotionally just really got people, you know, wanting to, like we said, want, you know, wanting to open up. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I thought was really cool. Um, and so, so the flow. So, yeah. So sorry to go to recap. So the, the, the flow has essentially three parts that actually we have now flipped, uh, between the two parties, but there's one part that is the, I guess you'd call it the programmed part, which is where Michelle and I have reached out to friends or acquaintances to, to get up and share their thing. So in this case, um, it was, uh, fantastic uh, artist, um, actor named Ashley who got up and did some spoken word. She was followed by TJ who gave his story about uh, joining the ACLU. Um, some dear friends of ours, Kaim and Christina, who got up and did a piece that they have done, a spoken word piece, he said, she said, about um, their relationship. And then Michelle and I, having already hosted the first Greater Good Party, were inspired to write a piece ourselves, which we, I wouldn't say performed because it was our first time up together. We kind of like had written a poem and read it together, um, but it was still a, a great experience. So that's one part of the party is this piece that is programmed. There's another part of the party, which is everyone introducing themselves and you give them uh, a theme. The first party was what you're excited about. The second party it was what if you got on the back burner and everybody introduces themselves to the group. And then the third party is really the bigger party. You mean the third part? The third part of the party is mm-hmm. the party where everyone now has experienced uh, uh, some art given to them, but also experienced the opportunity to share what's going on with themselves. And then, and then once the thing breaks open, people kind of find each other. Hey, that thing that you were sharing around wanting to do X, it, that's awesome. I want to do Y. Um, that Ashley, who was one of the spoken word artists who, who got up, had an idea for, uh, uh, basically a movement she wants to start. And TJ, who was the lawyer, held his hand up and said, I can help you get that and make that real. Yeah, so I can help you with the trademark. That was just going to share And those that. are kind That's of awesome. the, yeah, the, the connections that exactly the connections that we're hoping are going to come about as a result of this greater good party. Yeah. And there were a few other ones that, that, um, that happened too, which I loved. Um, I'll just share the, one of the other ones was when you and I were sitting right here and I'm pointing to the chair we were sitting at behind us. Um, someone, Mm -hmm. another, again, another friend well met, um, she was sharing and, uh, you know, she was, uh, saying how she didn't know what her next step was, Mm -hmm. but that she loved this and she loved that. And anyway, her sharing was beautiful and very honest. And, uh, as she was sharing, you know, what Josh or I leaned over to one another and said, I think we can help her. Um, and, um, you know, so after she spoke, you know, I, you know, said her name and I said, Hey, listen, Josh and I would love to have you over, you know, back to the house, just come sit with us for, you know, two to three hours. 
let's brainstorm. Let's, you know, figure, let's figure this out. Let's see if we can figure this out, what your next step is. Um, Cause we had done this with another friend who also was at the greater good party. Um, we had spent a few hours with her, helping her with her next step. And it was something that not only Josh and I really loved doing together. Again, this is that season in our lives that we just keep, you know, it's so fun. It just, we keep finding things to do together um, that really joint, that sort of integrates our talents and our passions and just our love for one another. Um, but, you know, for the end being support of other people. And so, um, so that was really cool. I love that we were able to say, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll help you with that. We'll help you with that. Um, so then, so then after that, yeah, people just mingle. Mm -hmm. Um, the music is turned up, um, lots more laughter again, as Josh was mentioning, you know, great connections are made. Um, people, lots of people that evening before they left. Uh, and also via, you know, social media and text messages and emails, you know, telling us like, when is the next one? That was amazing. I've never been, um, to anything like this before. Like I was at the perfect, you know, in the perfect place or the perfect, what is it? The perfect place at the right time or the, whatever that is. Um, and, um, you know, this is just something so needed. And I remember, um, Jasmine came up to me and said, thank you so much for this. This is quite literally the best event I've ever been to. And I think, you know, to sort of close this part up, it's, it's, it's for a few reasons and we'll read the tenants to you now. Um, but it's for a few reasons. Part of it is the magic, you know, just bringing people in who again have, there's this golden thread of, of optimism as we shared, there's a thread of, of willingness, you know, just open people. Um, open to wanting to share, open to wanting to support, open to wanting to be supported because receiving, you know, it can be hard. It can be hard to say, oh yes, I need help or please. Yes. Thank you. Um, and, and then I think it's, it's just, it's just what we need right now. Honestly, I think it's just the, the feelings that people are mirroring or are telling us about in emails is something that potentially they too a year ago or six months ago or two days ago had thought, gosh, maybe not even consciously so, or in so many words, but, um, wouldn't it be great if, you know, um, and, um, and I think when you walk into a home, an experience, an event like that, that really speaks to your soul, that says to you, you know, wow, you may not have thought this consciously, but this is exactly what you have been needing. Um, to express yourself, to feel supported through hard times, to feel creative, to get that, you know, idea off the ground. You're, you know, you're an engineer, but maybe you want to do something creative or maybe you're a creative and you have this really cool idea of a robotics thing. I don't know. So, um, so now should we go through the, the tenants or what do you, how do you want to Yeah, next? I think maybe to probably kind of gatekeep the rest of the podcast, we'll share the tenants, which are kind of like the organizing principles of the capital P side of the party. Um, then we'll also take you through our, our plans to globalize this whole endeavor, because um, we've seen both the need and the desire for it. And then and then lastly, share where we're going over the, the next episodes of the podcasts. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, and actually, should we before, actually, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I was just going to talk about the marketing class, but I'll do that with our globalization plans. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so these are the, when, 
Michelle and I realized there was a capital P side to this thing. We said, well, you know, we, we should probably let people know if there is a capital P, what, what, what they're joining. What is this quote unquote party that they're joining? So we sat down and crafted six tenants that are the organizing principles of, of what people can expect to experience and join. And here they are. So I'll read them through in terms of the, the statements, and then I'll give you the, the kind of background. Number one is we're better together. Number two is we focus on our art, whatever that may look like, for the greater good. Three, it's not about the size, it's about the action. Four, it's also about commitment. Five, growth inside ourselves means growth in the world. And six, be open to amazing, the unexpected, and the magical. So when we say we're better together... What we mean is, when we are in a community of different yet values-minded people, we are more likely to act. The Greater Good Party is an opportunity to connect with other people who care. As a collective, we are turning out to be writers, artists, big hearts, entrepreneurs, creatives, activists, or those inspiring to be. What brings us together is the desire to continue to create what we want to be a part of in the world and to use the love felt in family or in friends for a greater good. And there's a phrase in there that Michelle uses in her business, which I love and I purposely stuck in there, is this idea that you have the power to create what you want to be a part of. You don't have to wait for it to happen. You can actually be the agent. You can be the creator of that thing that you think is right. You can create what you want to be a part of. Oh, pitter pat, pitter patter. Okay. <laughs> For the second, mm-hmm. the one about focusing on our art, when we unpack that, it is we know that we can help those who need it most, not solely by the giving of funds to make something happen or by being there physically, but also by focusing on our own art, our own creative endeavors, our passion projects, voice, visibility, and divinely inspired expression. It's when, when, it's when we follow what we are in love with that we pump the love and light needed into places and spaces that need it most. And this is also something that Michelle uh, has tapped into in her business that is kind of bleeding over is this idea that you need to find what's right for you. You need to find what makes you sing. You need to find that thing that fills you with energy so that you can be good in everything else. Mm-hmm. And then number three, so Josh uh, mentioned it already, but I'll, I'll say it again. It's not about the size, it's about the action. We usually stop ourselves. This is a big one. This is a big one in entrepreneurship and human, humanpreneurship. You know, we say to ourselves, just internally to ourselves, oh yeah, I have that idea, but oh, I'm only, but I'm really only going to affect one person or I'm only going to, it's going to be small or it's just going to be an LA based thing, or I don't know how it's going to, you know, what, like, you know, you just have all these questions, which normally when you have all these questions or doubts, it means that you're judging the size of something. So, um, you know, again, we, we, we judge, or I should say, we stop ourselves from acting because we feel our step won't have impact. So, you know, what Josh and I wanted to share in, um, in this tenant is resisting the urge to judge the size and instead simply judge. If you're going to judge anything, 
Just judge the doing. So the important thing is movement. Just keep moving forward. Keep knocking. Keep opening the door. Keep reaching out to people. Just keep continuing to, you know, create the swell in your movement. You know, the, when literally what happens when you say yes to a creative idea, when you say yes to something that you love or that you, you know, want to create is that the idea actually creates itself. It, you know, it just needs a little bit of kindling. It just needs a little bit of you, you know, to, 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 to fund it, meaning to make it consistent. And once the ball is rolling, once a few people know about it, once they feel, as you mentioned, once they feel, this is really important, once they feel the energy, the honest energy, the excitement, the passion that you have, it grows itself. It just does. Yeah. And closely related. So what Michelle was just saying around, keep moving, keep going, take those small steps. The fourth tenet is about commitment. And because the reality is, is we get discouraged when we don't see immediate impact. That's, we, we all know that we've all felt that, but in this world, and especially with the passion projects that we have, we realize that the, the goal, the ultimate goal is commitment to your passion. And that will become its own reward. And eventually, if you keep pursuing that reward, you'll get other rewards. Um, but in the short term, the rec- I, I've also heard uh, different people say, if it feels impossible, it's because you're making it too big. So this is the space that you've often heard about, which is micro movements. It's about commitment to an idea that you care about. And then finding the regular small steps to be able to get towards that goal. Not overnight. Nothing huge is accomplished overnight. um, But it is accomplished in small steps and small bites. And then the last two tenets, growth inside of ourselves means growth in the world. So in other words, when we focus on our awareness to see it better excuse me, when we focus on our awareness, just again, our awareness in general, you know, our consciousness, being more conscious, um, we do see it better reflected out in the world. So the greater good party is very much about growth, very much about um, the physical growth, of course, of a project or of an idea, but it's also very much, and this is really sort of an inside out idea, you know, there's been a lot of growth, emotional growth, spiritual growth for Josh and I, if any of you have listened to podcast one or podcast two, you'll know why. If uh, you have not listened to podcasts, you know, episode one or two, definitely check those out. Um, But this is, you know, the greater good party is absolutely a space. This living room turned loving room is absolutely a space for growth, um, emotional, spiritual, and otherwise. And then number six, be open to amazing, the unexpected, and the magical. So new friends, opportunities, and discoveries will be had here. And, you know, as we mentioned at the beginning, Uh, the magical piece around how an idea, how a movement, um, how anything grows, you know, and becomes something bigger, greater, um, more potent than you really even sort of potentially had the vision for. So that is, as we mentioned, that's a really big one. So those are the tenets of the greater good party. And I think related to when Michelle was talking about, um, Growth inside ourselves means growth in the world. What we've found, we've, we've made public that um, in, in some of our live stream summations of the Greater Good Party and on Facebook when we've shared 
the event and the fact that we're hoping that it's an idea that, that has legs outside of um, our, our immediate experience of it. We, we found that the personal growth that we've experienced through hosting these parties is something that other people have become very interested in. So in our last live stream about uh, the Greater Good Party Number 2, we mentioned that we were going and would make ourselves available for people who are interested in hosting their own events in other places outside of Los Angeles so that we could help this thing get a little bit of life. And we've immediately got uh, a lot of interest. Do you want to share some of that? Sure. Yeah. So what we mentioned, uh, you know, on these live streams, and by the way, if, you know, for any of you that are not connected to us uh, on social media, I'm just going to take a moment and give you where you, you know, give you the details around where you can find us on Facebook. You can find um, Josh and I at Josh Mandel, just his name, Josh Mandel on Facebook. Uh, And then for myself, I have a business or a brand page, Michelle Gelati, G-H-I-L-O-T-T-I. And then I also have a personal page, Michelle Gelati Mandel. And um, we do live streams um, on on all of those, specifically more our personal pages. Because our personal project, you know, we call it, this is a very personal project for us. So we do it on our personal pages. Um, On Twitter, you are? El Curioso. I'm going to spell that. E-L-C-U-R-I-O-S-O. Great. And then on uh, Twitter, I'm uh, Mish Gelati, M-I-C-H Gelati, G-H-I-L-O-T-T-I. And on Instagram, I am Couture Happiness, C-O-U-T-U-R-E Happiness. Um, So what were we talking about? Oh, yes, the interest. So that was a really cool thing that came out of one of the Facebook live streams is that um, you know, we basically put it out there saying we have this idea. We will come to you. We will do a lot of the work around it. We will help you plan it. Um, we will, you know, um, connect with the people that we uh, that we know. You know, different artists, different you know, inspiring speakers and things like that, or people like that. And essentially, come out to New York. Come out to wherever you are, and uh, and be there. You know, sort of um, intro the thing, speak at it, bring people in, etc. And right now, we have um, Greater Good Party set for um, Oakland slash the Bay Area. We have uh, one that we are talking to someone about in Marin County that we just um, got an email about through our Greater Good Party website. Um, definitely check that out, by the way. You can, we're, we're creating an area where you can subscribe so you're on our mailing list. And that mailing list would just be literally to invite you to something really fun. So um, that's that. Uh, we also got, let's see, oh, New York is going to be uh, the third one. And then we also received on Facebook a message ar- around uh, going to New Zealand, which is super cool. So um, that is, speaking of letting the, you know, letting the the um, the first steps of the creative idea be the kindling that will just, you know, sort of blow your mind um, and, and blow this sort of this movement up. That's definitely what I feel and what we feel is happening right now. And the other cool part about, you know, this movement, you know, this, this passion project, this, um, this experience that Josh and I have really enjoyed crafting and, and creating and doing alongside one another. Um, we also received the opportunity many months back to teach a 
class. Um, essentially, well, it was a marketing class. It is a marketing class. However, guess what they wanted us? Guess what the professor wanted us to help the students create? A greater good party. So yeah. uh, back in Pennsylvania, uh, there is a group of about 22 students or so who are creating their own uh, greater good party. So we um, just you know, felt really honored to create uh, you know, to go back to our advertising roots. Um, well, there's, oh, those roots are always coming out and being expressed, but Josh literally created a creative brief for the class, which essentially has, you know, the, um, the details around what is the greater good party? What inspired the first version of it? What's the marketing challenge? Um, what else here? What's the creative challenge? And just really supporting these marketing students to create something super meaningful in a, in a really strategic way, in a really meaningful way. Uh, so that's been really, you know, that's, that's been a part of the growth really yeah. behind this. Yeah. I, just another example of by thinking this up and putting out, putting it out into the world, seeing how different people react to it. And, and, you know, generally from a number of different avenues, it's been a, a very interested and positive reaction. So, um, we are, it's, it's kind of an ongoing experiment for us to figure out how we can take the core of what we've created and extend it into new and different areas, both in terms of our own personal involvement, but also in terms of uh, how we can pass the, the torch along to people so that they can pick it up and, and run with it themselves. Absolutely. And, and feel the, you know, feel the feelings, feel all of the emotions that we've been talking about, just continuing to grow that optimism, feeling like you're really supporting your community, you know, supporting the world in, in your little corner, you know, yeah. in your big corner of the world, um, because your support and, you know, just the mere fact that you're opening, you know, the doors to your home again, and creating this loving space that we've been talking about, that's big. Like that's mm -hmm. big support. That is exactly what the world needs right now. Yeah. So um, speaking of, um, if you are, you know, if you've been inspired by this podcast today, by this episode today, and you are saying to yourself, I would love um, to, to host one of these in my home or in my apartment or at my yoga studio space or wherever. Even and just to get on the phone and learn more about it. You know, mm -hmm. you've probably got some questions after this. Yeah, well, we're, we're happy to hop on the phone with you. Um, as with the cities that we shared with you, obviously we're, you know, we're heading to those different cities. So the, the conversations um, and the, the support that we can lend are of all sizes and shapes. Um, for, for those of you who are interested in, in hosting one in your city, um, again, you know, once we actually chat with you, we'll sort of let you know what we can do. But Basically, it's almost like a plug and play type thing. Um, as, as involved as you want to be, we'll sort of walk you through it as if you're just like, you know what, I just want to open my home to this and be a part of it and just watch the magic unfold, then that's awesome too. So I think with that, we are complete yeah. for this episode. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about the, um, the next themes and or uh, episodes that we have coming up. The first one uh, that we are thinking about for the next episode is likely going to be called Year of the Woman. Um, and I don't want to give too much away, but let's just say, you know, there's been a lot of talk about 2017 being the Year of the Woman in many ways. Um, and Josh and I want to open up the conversation 
and really discuss how this has, or this, you know, this last year coming up in a couple weeks here, um, that, you know, 2017 was also, uh, the year of the man. And essentially what, what we're, what we mean by that is, you know, how men are also rising up. Yes, women are rising up, but men are rising up. And we want to talk about what that means to us, what we have seen. Um, I'm going to put Josh on the spot and really, you know, have him open up to you guys and talk to you about what he has, um, you know, what you've been growing into and, um, and sort of opening up to. And then you want to talk about the second one? Yeah, I think kind of in the theme of one of our previous episodes introduced the the topic of things we're afraid to talk about. And in that one, we dove into the the subject of death and and how it's uh, a a very weighted topic, not just in relationships, but largely in Western society. The next one we're going to do is around intimacy and marriage. And yes, of course, sex is going to be wrapped up in that a little bit, but 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 not just sex. When we talk about intimacy, we're also going to talk about the idea of love languages and how uh, two people in a relationship or people who know each other can actually have very different needs when it comes to how they feel loved. And in, in reality, and we won't give it away right now, but Michelle and I, after 20 years being together, have realized that we actually have very different needs when it comes to answering that question, how do I feel loved? So that's that's just a little bit of... Um, what to look forward to. What to look forward to, just sort of wetting the appetite there. And with that, we hope that you are, as always, you know, leaving this podcast, leaving this time and space that we were able to share together, um, feeling lifted in some way, feeling light. Um, and, you know, of course, always going back to answering the question of how good's this, hopefully with, you know, each new awareness, with each new creative idea, with each new, um, you know, each new thing, each new person that you're allowing into your life that you are able to then turn around. If someone was to ask you, if we were to ask you at the greater good party that, you know, we're going to come and help you host wherever, wherever you live. Um, Hey, so-and-so, you know, how, how good's your life? Meaning how good's this, right? Like how good's this day? How good's this? Um, that you're able to, you know, with whole heart, without skipping a beat, it's really, really good. Exactly right. All right, until next time, everyone, we'll, uh, we'll chat with you soon. That's today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Feel free to share, and if you could take two minutes and leave us a rating on iTunes, it would mean so much to us. We hope you've been moved to find your own answers to the question, how good's this?